Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I have a new guest in the clubhouse today, and it's going to be awesome because it's a team that we've touched on briefly, but they have a rich fan base and they got a lot to say. So I'm excited to have Brendan in the clubhouse. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing excellent. I'm glad to have you in. We'll get to your team in a in a second. Uh, but before we do that, let's just talk real quick. Watch parties. TopFanRivalry.com. Go and click onto the Watch Party tab. We've got watch parties as we're talking about building these communities. we got Watch Party of Mountain Valley, California for Dodgers Angels. Angels A's uh, in Anaheim, California. We have Houston um, versus the Rangers in Texas. We've got Philly versus Atlanta in Atlanta scheduled. we got Boston versus the Yankees in Boston scheduled. In addition to that, um, we have a number of them that we're going to be doing in, in Philadelphia, New York City, Chicago. We might even get out to Pittsburgh, um, you know, but that we'll talk about that here in a second. So, so Brendan, tell me, who's your favorite team? I, I Judging by the gear that you're wearing, I got to <laughs> go with your favorite team's the Chicago Cubs. No, it's the White Sox. No, actually, no, wow. it's the White Sox. Oh, <laughs> Favorite team, my friend. Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates. Rich history of winning um, and have had a little bit of issues in the past, yeah? Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so tell me where your love for the Pirates starts. Sure. So I started loving baseball when I was 11 years old. And my dad was the one that introduced me to it. He's a lifelong Boston Red Sox fan. And he, th he told me that, like, once I, like, I started showing interest in baseball, you know, pick whatever team you want and then, you know, just, just like stick with that. That way you can, you know, enjoy the process of the team. And I wanted to branch out away from the Red Sox because I didn't want to be a bandwagoner because they were actually really good at, at, at that point in time. So I started looking at various teams and I just, I, fell, I just fell in love with the Pirates. You know, I, I, I did some more research on the, on the team and the players in the past. And it has a very just rich history, and it's it was a, a relatively a, I think, yeah it was a pretty lo local team for the most part. Because I grew up in Northern PA, so just you know having the Pirates as like a, a relatively close team just made sense for me. I just had a, a calling to be a part of the organization. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of a calling, thick or thin, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I love asking that question because I love the the family answers that I get. It started with this, or it started with this. So I I love it. I absolutely mm -hmm. love it. Um, okay, so talk to me about favorite players. So who's your favorite player of all time? Who's your favorite current player? They don't have to be Pirates, but they can be. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite players? Sure. So my favorite player of all time would have to be Ichiro Suzuki. I love outfielders. So that's just a, 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 a position that I've always just enjoyed. Uh, I played outfield in high school, and I just really bonded with just seeing how the Mariners supported Ichiro during his time in Seattle, and he's one of the, the all-time greats at that position. And I just, you know, really enjoyed just seeing his continuous success uh, throughout the throughout the major leagues for him. It was a, a fun journey to watch. Um, and then I would have to say my favorite all-time Pirates player would have to be A.J. Burnett. I love A.J. Burnett so much. He's literally just the, the lifeblood of Pittsburgh. He's just a yinzer through and through. Uh, he was amazing to watch early on in the 2010s when he pitched for us. Um, and then obviously like he finished out his career with us later on, but I just really enjoyed seeing AJ Burnett pitch. Um, one of the 
I think yeah, he's one of the, the best recent pitchers I've seen in a while uh, for this team. And current players that I really like, it's very difficult because I love my team so much that all the players just seem to mesh into one. But I have a pretty solid top three that I really enjoy uh, watching. The first one, of course, is not, none other than uh, all-star third baseman, Key Brian Hayes, one of the best fielding third baseman in all of baseball. He should have won a gold glove. It's kind of it's kind of unfortunate that he didn't win that, but I love seeing him play. He's an amazing fielder. Uh, he's starting to develop the bat a little bit more, so that's good. I hope that he develops into a more offensive player. Uh, that, that way he's more complete in that regard. My second favorite would be <laughs> six foot seven phenom O'Neill Cruz. How many shortstops do you know in MLB history that have been six foot seven playing that position? It's crazy. Exactly. But it's insane. exactly. It's such a rarity, but he's so much fun to to, to watch. Uh, insane power potential, great arm strength, really fast for his size, and just I can't wait to see how he does moving forward for the team. He had a really really rough year, I'd say. You know, he, he struck out thirty four point nine percent of the time at the plate last year, so you know strikeouts are a little bit of an issue. But he hit a lot of home runs. He had, he hit seventeen home runs in eighty three games, I believe. So it's you know, the the potential is there for him to become a solid all-star for the team. And then my third one would be Rowanzi Contreras, who we acquired in the Jamison Tyone trade to the Yankees. And he's been nothing but phenomenal ever since arriving in Pittsburgh. So I think they hope potentially become our future ace if things pan out. Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned Hayes, too, because I, I drafted him on my fantasy league earlier this week. So it was awesome. Smart choice. Smart choice. Yeah. <laughs> I needed a third baseman and not very many people pay attention to him, and I think he's he's going to be some fun to watch going yeah, forward. Yeah, he's severely underrated right now. Yeah. Okay, so I love – I mean, obviously you have depth of knowledge with the Pirates, which I love that because we need more of that. We need more <laughs> of that because right now, you know, you're still rebuilding, so to speak, yes, and right. some teams think, okay, well, we – Play the Pirates, all right, we should take two out of three type thing. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, as a Dodger fan, we went in, you know, there and you guys took us apart. So, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, that was oh, great. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. That wasn't, I was thinking, what just happened here? <laughs> so, broke the script. Yep, 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 broke the script. There you go. Okay, so talk to me about ballparks. We talked about your favorite team. We've talked about your favorite players. Talk to me about ballparks. Where have you been? Yeah, so I've only been to one major league uh, baseball stadium, which is PNC Park, of course. I've only been there one time because I grew up in Maryland for most of my life, so it was hard to you know constantly go to the games because I wasn't a local, uh, a, a local fan for for Pittsburgh. But I still watch them all the time online uh, whenever I was able to. And so I, I went to uh, PNC Park. I think my first game was back in 2015. I think it was June or July. I, I know for a fact that Jeff Locke was pitching. It was against the Tigers. That's all I remember. Uh, but it was a very fun experience being able to be in the ballpark for the first time ever, just being able to experience the fans and uh, just seeing all the players that I you know, grew up watching at that time. You just actually play in person. And then I, play, uh, I also went to two minor league stadiums. I went to uh, Huntington Park, which is where the Columbus Clippers play. Uh, and that's the AAA affiliate for the, uh, the Guardians. And I went to a Frederick Keys game. I think it's one of the uh, the lower minor league teams for the Orioles, I believe. Uh, 
because I, I grew up in Maryland, so it was relatively close to where I, I lived. So when I was younger, I went there a couple of times and got to experience baseball for the first time there. So I haven't been to too many uh, Major League Baseball games, but I'm going to try and get to some at some point in the future. There you go. Well, you got a, a bunch of stuff, you know, a bunch of moving parts and things like that going on. So that, that totally understandable. So oh, let's yeah. <laughs> So let's give this then a hypothetical, okay? You got the month off in July unlimited resources and you can go to five ballparks that you haven't been to MLB ballparks. Where are you going to go? Uh, let's see. I want to go to great American ballpark, Camden yards, Yankee stadium, Dodger stadium. And I would say probably, uh, you know, what else is there? I'm trying to think of what else I want to go to. Um, I guess why not go down to Miami and see how the Marlins are doing down there? <laughs> go, why to, not, go to right? another suffering franchise like we are. Right. Well, listen, the World Series next year is going to be the Pirates. Uh, well, the World, or I should say, the uh, League Championship Series is going to be Pirates and Marlins, isn't it? We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, Anything's possible. Anything? Yeah, exactly. Games aren't won on paper; they're won on the field. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So um, I love those. I, and most of the time I do hear, I, I hear PNC Park a lot, which you've been to. Yes. I hear Great American Ballpark a lot. I hear Wrigley. I hear uh, New York a lot. Um, Boston, obviously, LA. Uh, the other ones that I hear a lot are Coors Field. People want to go there, go down to Minute Maid at, at, uh, down in Houston. Um, but now that we have the World Baseball Classic and everybody's kind of paying attention to that, down in Miami is is starting to get some publicity, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay, so then, what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty three? What do you think um, the Pirates? How do you think the Pirates are going to fare? And what are you looking forward to most in twenty twenty three? All right, so fair warning, it's going to be a long winded answer, but okay, uh, I think that the Pirates are going to finish at least seventy two wins. I would say, like re- re- being a realistic fan you know i don't i don't want to be like overly optimistic be like yeah we're gonna win the world series that, that's just not how i am i'm pretty realistic in terms of just like the state of the team and how we can do on paper and i think that we're going to finish at least 72 to 74 wins realistically because the last three seasons we've lost uh, over 100 games uh, back in 2020 we probably would have lost 100 games if there wasn't a shortened season so that's why i say we would have lost you know three straight if things panned out that way uh but yeah, there's even though even though there's a lot of negative to look at in terms of the Pirates, you know, we're in a quote unquote perpetual rebuild. Like we're constantly rebuilding, we're trading away our good players. We're never really going to get any better. But ever since the rebuild started for us in 2019, when our general manager Ben Sherrington came into the fold, you know, things are starting to pick up a little bit more now that it's been almost five years since the rebuild started. Our farm system is one of the best ones in all of Major League Baseball. It's arguably maybe at the top five, top six farm system in baseball uh it used to be one of them i think yeah back in the day it used to be like at least top one for a brief amount of time but regardless we're starting to build together a really strong young core in triple a right now we have a, a bunch of prospects a lot of our top 30 prospects are in triple a right now they're ready to come up but of course you know super two is a thing so they're going to get sent down to the minor leagues in order to get that you know, extra year or so of, of control and uh 
unfortunately, a lot of the, the players that we want to see up, like top prospects, like Andy Rodriguez, Mike Burroughs, Quinn Priester, uh, Jiwon Bay, they're all probably going to be down in the minor minor leagues until at some point in June or July, if they get called up or even September. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really good prospect uh, players to look forward to in the minor leagues. And that's one of the really only good things that we have looking forward to besides, you know, having Andrew McCutcheon back on the team for the first time uh, in a while. And I'm, I'm really excited to see how Kutch does back in the black and gold, especially back in PNC. It's going to be electric uh, during the home opener whenever everyone gets to see him in person for the first time. Um, you know, Brian Reynolds is a really talented player. I can't wait to see how he does. A lot of our players like Mitch Keller and O'Neill Cruz, they have a lot of developing to do, but they're turning into really solid players. Um, there's just a lot to look forward to. And, you know, like, obviously we, we aren't going to be winning the world series like uh, we did a long time ago or, or make it to the playoffs like we did from 2013 to 2015. But, you know, anything's possible. The NL Central is a pretty weak division to say the least, you know, the Cardinals are probably going to win it. So there's that. And then who knows, maybe we could potentially squeeze out a wild card spot. I don't know. I doubt it. That's like almost impossible for us to get to that point, but baseball is a mysterious sport anything can happen so we'll see what happens with that <laughs> well and and not only that first of all you have two things that are playing in your your advantage right because i love your answer but you have two things that play to your advantage one you play all 29 teams this year right <laughs> yeah. so you you get to have you get to play the teams that are that are probably going to be playoff contenders but might you might catch them in a cold spot where you can nail down that. Plus you're going to play the teams that are in rebuilding mode, like the Rockies and the Diamondbacks and teams that you wouldn't normally see. Right. Yeah. Um, the Tigers, uh, you know, team Royals, things like that, that you wouldn't normally see. So that's, that's advantage. The other advantage that you have is, um, that you're not in a division like the National League East or the American League East or the National League West, where you have really, really, I mean, the American League East, are you kidding me? It's that stacked. place, <laughs> like all five teams could make the playoffs. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so now you're in a division where it plays you better because there's not a real runaway. Like, you know, the, the Cardinals are necessarily the runaway the cubs made themselves a little bit better but they're not Just necessarily barely. lights out right mm -hmm. yeah and so you i mean like you said 72 to i'll even say as high as 80 games um Oof. but that's, that is that, the division that's take. yeah it is that <laughs> is a division that you could win with 90 games believe it or not yeah so i i think you guys have a you guys have a, a unique shot if you can continue to build on the way that you're going. Again, you don't have a, a division that is dominant, you know, like the late 90s where it was Cardinals, Cubs, Cardinals, Cubs, Cardinals, Cubs, Cardinals, Cubs, right? Yeah. Where it was just dominant. So, and now that 28 out of the 30 teams make the playoffs, anyways, you got I'm teasing about that, but you. It gives you a, a better opportunity. I joke with the Angel fans here all the time and just say, hey, 20, 28 out of the 30 teams make it to the playoffs and you guys didn't get in. What's that tell you about your club? 
I, I feel so bad about the the Angels right now, especially with their ownership. So I guess they they kind of know how we feel, but at least they're spending money, but they're just not getting wins, unfortunately, or being able to make it to the playoffs. We got two players, the two of the best players on the planet. They're just getting washed away over there. Anything about it. Nope. So not doing anything about it. So anyways, all right. Well, you have been awesome. Is there anything else? We're going to get you on again, but is there anything else that you could tell us about the Pirates that they haven't already mentioned as we've gone through this? Yeah, so I know a lot of people are, you know, just – constantly clowning on the Pirates, you know, thinking that they're one of the laughing stocks of the league, which, granted, they have been in the past. But the Pirates fans, or just fans in general, the rebuild is almost over. I guarantee you by at least 2024 next year, we're going to start being competitive again. This year is going to be a bridge year to getting all of our young players into the major leagues that will do some damage for many years to come. And this rebuild has been, you know, it's been tough because we've been losing a bunch of games, but we've been able to get some really quality players in the minor leagues that have been developing extremely well. Andy Rodriguez has a chance to become one of the best catchers in all of baseball offensively. Anyway, he's still developing as a, as a fielder, but he's exceptional as a hitter. So definitely keep an eye on him moving forward. Clint Priester and Mike Burroughs, they're our top pitching prospects are going to be up ideally at some point, like midway through the season. And they have really good pitching repertoire. So definitely keep an eye out on, how they do uh, all three of them have a chance to make it as a rookie of the year candidate. If they get called up you know, early enough. Um, and then there's a, a bunch of underrated pitching prospects in our system as well. Like Luis Ortiz, Cody Bolton, those kinds of guys definitely keep an eye on them. Uh, but yeah, uh, keep an eye on the, uh, the Brian Reynolds situation because he's been obviously in trade rumors for a long, long time. He's been in, it, it seems like almost, like, I don't know. It seems like ever since he got called up, he's been in trade rumors, you know, to like the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Marlins. And, you know, everyone's been trying to figure out where he's going to go this past offseason. I've been very firm. He's not going to get traded. We're going to find a way to extend this guy because if we don't extend Reynolds, the entire fan base is going to erupt. Bob Nutting is going to get kicked out and it's, it's going to be an absolute just massacre over there in PNC Park. So he's like Brian Reynolds has openly stated. He's, he's openly stated that he wants to be in Pittsburgh. You know, he's been here ever since he got traded here in the Kutch trade to San Francisco. Uh, and you know, this has been his home ever since he got called up. And he generally wants to be here, but the only issue is our owner does not want to pay him what he's worth. And he is absolutely worth what he's asking for. It's a very team-friendly deal. And if we can lock him up for six or seven years for like maybe 160-plus why not? You know, why not go for that? Or even more than that, because he deserves that, that that kind of money. He's been putting up quality numbers for us for the last couple of seasons. And it would be a disservice to him if we didn't at least, you know, try and make him one of the highest paid players in history. Because uh, why not? Why not go for that? Um, yeah, just no. a lot of really. So sorry, I didn't hear what you said. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. OK, Um yeah, just there's a lot of really underrated players to keep an eye out. And there's a lot of players on the team that not many people outside of Pittsburgh know about. Uh, so definitely keep an eye on Mitch Keller and Brian Hayes and see how they do. Mitch Keller has turned a completely he's, – he's turned himself into a, a completely different uh, completely different pitcher ever since changing his uh, his his pitches. He added a, a sinker last year, and that completely changed his trajectory from a potential uh, 
top prospect turned bust into a, a top prospect turned reclamation project. Like he's trying to build himself back up now. He had a really good year last year. And I think that he's going to continue that success uh, moving forward. And who knows, maybe this team surprises everybody and is in the consideration for a wild card spot. I, I doubt it, but like, you know, anything's possible in baseball. We, we've seen some crazy teams make it to the playoffs after just rebuilding for a couple of seasons, you know, like the Orioles, big example right there. you know, they went from being one of the worst teams in the league to like getting close to making the playoffs or like getting close to 500. So, you know, don't count out Pittsburgh just yet, but realistically they're not going to be in that consideration, but, who knows? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. I love it. Well, Top Fan Ravery followers, this is uh, Brendan. You will see him plastered all over uh, Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, and make sure that you're following him. He's got some great content. And as he's been speaking, you can tell that he's got baseball knowledge. So we'll have him on a lot more uh, talking different topics. We've got a bunch of different um, topics as well as as teams that we're going to be speaking about. So when um, when you see his uh, his pot when you see that this is posted, by all means, make sure that you're following him. So Brandon, thank you for the time, and we're going to have you on again real soon. Yeah, yeah, of, of course, absolutely. Thank you so much for reaching out and for being able to help, help having me and be able to talk talk about my team. I really enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Yes, we'll have it. We'll, trust me, when we put a Pirates edition together and or um, a couple of different rule changes, uh, we'll bring you definitely back in on that because there's a lot to talk about this different in baseball this season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks again for being on. And thank you, Top Fan Rivalry followers for listening in. We appreciate it.